Hello and welcome to Rock and Roll Politics, the weekly podcast with me, Steve Richards. This is just a short podcast for a couple of announcements, really. The first announcement is that I'm going to be live at uh, the King's Place virtual rock and roll politics show on Monday at 7pm. You could well be listening to it on the very day of the live show. So it is Monday, July the 27th, so there's no doubt. And you can get tickets by going onto the King's Place website now, anytime up to about an hour or so before the show actually begins. And then, for those of you who haven't seen it before, as if by magic, I don't quite know how it works, I appear at 7 o'clock on the dot via the link they give you on their website and there's a space for questions to be asked for our predictions to be made uh, those notoriously unreliable predictions and this time I think it's going to be the fifth or sixth of these virtual shows since lockdown meant we couldn't all gather together in one place and get that kind of cool vibe it's coming back it's coming back very soon I hope. But anyway, in this one, because it's the kind of end of the political year, it feels like that, doesn't it? The kind of end of July feel. We'll be reflecting on this astonishing year of kind of, I don't want to go over the top, but of seismic historic significance. I cannot recall a 12 months and there have been in politics many, many periods of significance. I always used to think up until quite recently that the most historically significant phase of the kind of period when I've been following politics was the early 1980s where you had Thatcherism and that economic experiment beginning to take shape and then there was that formal schism in the Labour Party. For all the talk of divisions and splits within parties you don't usually end up with a formal schism. Certainly one like that, you can have silly schisms like the formation of Change UK, which had silliness written all over it, from the build-up to the launch and the day of the launch and for the 10 minutes it lasted. But this was big, the SDP forming in early 1981 with huge figures from Labour cabinets, Roy Jenkins, David Owen, Shirley Williams, Bill Rogers. That felt very significant. The combination of Thatcherism, Michael Foote becoming leader of the Labour Party, Tony Benn in battle with Dennis Healy for the deputy leadership of Labour, SDP forming against Labour, and Thatcherism beginning to define its course, not so self-confidently as she appeared to be, but unquestionably a change of direction for the UK in terms of economic policy and many other policies too. So I always kind of went when in the early 90s when I was a BBC political correspondent I remember people rushing around saying oh wow this is so dramatic and all the rest of it. I kind of thought not quite like those years of the early 80s. Obviously the fall of Thatcher was incredibly dramatic. Shakespearean in its drama, the suddenness of the collapse and the act of regicide, it was so deep and Shakespearean and profound Uh, and in some ways the Tory party has never got over it. It has only 
now moved in a different direction really from Thatcherism with its kind of new form of English nationalism. But that felt significant. But there are times when, you know, kind of politics seems dramatic when actually it's moving more slowly than the fast-moving kind of tonal media reporting suggests. But this 12 months have been massive. We've had Brexit. And although Johnson began his reign about this time a year ago, saying Britain would be out by October the 31st, come what may, there was no way he was ever going to be able to do it. It was an assertion not based on external political realities. But, and it was a personal triumph, he won an election, got a majority, and through that, Britain kind of left in January of this year, a moment of huge historic significance, even though there was no oven-ready deal, and the negotiations are still going on, and businesses have no idea quite what form Brexit is going to take. Normally, this would be huge. We'd be all kind of getting worked up about it, but because of Johnson's majority, because the cabinet are terrified to challenge anything that he and Dominic Cummings decide to do, there is little scrutiny or great feverish excitement around the issue. Then, of course, there was COVID, a virus that erupted and has tested the way certainly England is governed, the quality of its leadership. It's changed the way we all lead our lives. And the combination of these things, the decline of Jeremy Corbyn, the rise of Keir Starmer, all of these things crammed into a single 12-month period. Yeah, it certainly tops the early 80s in terms of its historic implications and what we're all having to adapt to. So that's what we're going to be kind of reflecting on at uh, the virtual Rock and Roll Politics live show, 7pm on Monday. And as I say, you can get the tickets on the King's Place website up to about an hour beforehand. So I really hope you'll all tune in for that Monday, 7 o'clock. I say it a few times because these days no one has diaries anymore because their lives are now, all our lives are so kind of shapeless really still I think in spite of the kind of wacky erratic lockdown exit so certainly in England no one knows what the rules are anymore about virtually everything anyway so that's one announcement the other is this that I did keep to my pledge a few months ago and this now is a weekly podcast some of you very kindly tweeted where have you gone with the podcast and it did stop for a bit because I was writing a book, I was busy doing various other things, a few Radio 4 series, and it kind of, time was eating up with these diversions. Brexit too was a big diversion. I couldn't stop watching the twists and turns of the Theresa May era. Whole lives were wasted watching those twists and turns. But anyway, have kept my pledge. It's now Rock and Roll Politics Weekly podcast, and it is weekly. But I'm going to take a break for couple of weeks after this live virtual show and the podcast will return towards the end of August. If something sensational happens, and that's quite possible in the febrile world we're living in at the moment, I will surface to do an, an extra podcast. But I'm going to take two or three weeks off. That doesn't mean it's going to disappear again like it did a bit when I was immersed in a book. I'm writing another one, by the way, but this podcast is going to be and will stay weekly.
podcast means podcast weekly. So I'm going to take a short break, but we'll be back, as I say, later on in August, which means that this live virtual show, I hope you can all join me and we'll all get together and reflect on what has happened because it's been mind-blowing and we will dare to look ahead and reflect on what might happen next and find that all of our predictions are completely wrong. Anyway, thank you for tuning in, not just to this very short podcast, but all the podcasts in recent weeks and months. Hugely appreciate it. And the feedback. Oh, yeah, I'm told that it'd be really useful if if you can review the podcasts. And so on whatever it is, iTunes, I think. But of course, this podcast now is available on Spotify and on every platform going. And I look forward to coming back and reflecting on where we are in a few weeks' time. I hope all of you get a break of some sort during this crazy phase of the virus drama. But above all, I hope you can all get a glass of wine, a pint, a cup of coffee. Join me 7 o'clock on Monday evening. See you then, and thanks for tuning in. Bye.